Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Did you know that Black and White Sports is the largest independently owned conservative sports brand in the world? We have over 125,000 subscribers on YouTube and over 39 million views. Our episodes get more views than most ESPN programming every single day. And now we have exploded on podcast. We brought our episodes to podcast for you to enjoy at work, school, in the car, on the beach, wherever you choose to consume our audio. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Radio Public, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Subscribe now. Also, you can help sponsor the podcast for as little as 99 cents per month. The link is in the description on with the show. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low-carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto-friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup, add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee, Mix it up, use whipped cream, sugar, mutt fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. Friends, let's face it. The future of America is looking worse each day. Those who are observant have the feeling that something really bad is going to happen soon. If it does, are you prepared? Do you have enough food, water, and other essentials to get you through tough times? If not, check out My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company, and they've served millions of American families. Right now, you can save 25% off their popular four-week emergency food kit, which will keep you well-fed with four weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks. Totaling over 2,000 calories a day. This food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage, so it will be there when you need it. In fact, you may need it a lot sooner than that. So don't wait. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com and claim your four-week emergency food kit. You'll save 25% if you act now. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. Don't wait. Do it today. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now.
I'm back. Road Rants for our black and white sports. We're going to talk about one of the English Premier League teams because one of their managers has come out. This is, of course, we're talking about football, but really it's soccer overseas in England because people, the, the players in the Premier League have been kneeling in honor of Black Lives Matter for quite some time. About six months ago, a story came out where Millwall's team was getting the crap booed out of them by their fans. Well, that hasn't stopped. The fans in the Premier League over there have booed the hell out of these soccer players for continuing to take a knee for a Marxist organization in Black Lives Matter. And, uh, of course, we know the NBA taint its league over that. Some people would say, well, the NBA's uh, coming back. Is it? Is it? I mean... You know, they had two good, what I would call good, ratings games during the playoffs. Two good ones. They still weren't close to 2019. Okay, they were what were what we called in the corporate world an outlier. Okay, they, they're not a trend. It's not trending up. So, uh, you know, honor, honoring Black Lives Matter on your court and in your stadiums looks like it's bad business. Fans don't appreciate it. They don't want the political messaging. Millwall's boss, Gary Rowett, not Rowett, Rowett, calls for football to follow his club and ditch taking the knee as fans continue to boo the BLM gesture. And his club has quit doing it. They are no longer taking a knee. Uh, He's had enough as their manager. Some of these coaches, some of these managers on teams over here, could certainly stand to possibly follow suit here, I believe. Millwall's manager, Gary Rowett, has claimed taking the knee is causing a rift and divide within football, a.k.a. soccer, and urged the sport to ditch the Black Lives Matter gesture for, quote, a better way to unify people. Boos could be heard at Millwall's championship match against Fulham on Tuesday night when the cottagers took the knee at the den. A number of Millwall's players chose to stand instead, and some raising their fist. Millwall were one of the first clubs to stop taking the knee last season, and their fans were heavily criticized. Yeah, the mainstream media overseas really hammered this soccer club because they... Uh, the fans, they hammered the fans because the fans didn't want to see the political crap in their games. Their fans were heavily criticized over their return when they booed players performing the gesture against Derby County. The anti-racism display has been observed across English football since the end of 2019-20 season as part of a global sporting protest against racial injustice in response to the killing of George Floyd by a white police officer in the United States in May 2020. However, since the return of fans as part of the unlocking of COVID restrictions, there have been several incidents of players being booed while performing the gesture, while other teams across the football pyramid have stopped doing it altogether. All 20 Premier League clubs agreed that the gesture should continue into the new season, but some, like Brentford, have allowed players to make their own statements after criticism that taking a knee has lost its impact. But speaking after the incident with Fulham on Tuesday night, 
Millwall boss Rowett insisted football's authorities needed to devise a better solution because taking a knee is causing such a rift and, and a divide. The 47-year-old said, Up and down the country, I think there are so many football clubs that do such good work in their communities around equality and anti-racism. We need the authorities to help clubs out and find a better way to unify people. I don't want to commit or comment on individual people's decisions to do that, but we just need to find a way to unify people. At the moment, you know, 20 seconds, 30 seconds before a game is just causing such a rift and divide. Football is a great spectacle. We're privileged to be part of it. What it does, it has the power to help communities and do some really good work behind the scenes. It's not just our club. There's a lot of clubs out there doing it. So I think we need help. We need help to find a more positive way of taking some form of action. That's my opinion. Instead of taking a knee last season, Millwall decided to ask its opponents to link arms and unfurl an anti-racism banner. Sky Sports pundit Joby McUff has criticized Rorwet for his comments and admitted he was disappointed. Both Fulham's players getting booed and Millwall's manager's distance or stance. The ex-reading captain, I was disappointed by booing the knee initially, and I'm disappointed by Gary's reaction. I don't think we can be any clearer in terms of the message behind taking the knee and what it stands for. What it represents is the fight against racism and discrimination. When somebody decides to make a racist tweet or shout racist abuse, that's the decision. These fans at this, at this club are making a decision to boo players taking a knee. So for me, there's no other explanation anymore other than they're opposing equality. You're a manager of a club. You might say you can't control what a fan does, but you can do as a figurehead is condemn it in the strongest possible terms. I'm disappointed. I haven't seen it. I'm glad we're getting to the following. The taking of the knee, which was popularized by American footballer Colin Kaepernick, has been criticized by some with Home Secretary Prey Patel calling it gesture politics. And that's as far as we'll go there. Well, Look, one of the problems with having ever started taking a knee was where it was born. Taking a knee during the National Anthem, okay, at least over here. And I've said, I've even said recently in a video, the moment he decided to take a knee during the National Anthem, he got switched off, okay? So whoever you were hoping to reach is not listening anymore. In fact, you made them angry. You turned them in the other direction, um, I will say this. I will continue to say it. We're in a much worse place than we were, uh, you know, from a race standpoint now than we were prior to George Floyd. Plus, once the statistics came out, the true statistics about unarmed cop violence against uh, uh, or violence against criminals that are unarmed. Look, when we all learned, hey, it's because of of uh, not non-compliance with the police and the fact that the statistics say, well, one, more unarmed whites are killed by cops than blacks. Well, you lose a lot of thunder with your arguments there. Okay, in fact, you really have no argument. It's just proven false, and most smart people choose to go on with life and not virtue signal over it. 
Okay. Uh, that's, that's one reason why taking a knee is the problem. The other reason is, simply put, people don't want to see politics in their sports. They don't want it paraded out in front of them. They come there, in this case, to see a soccer match, and they just want to see a soccer match. Okay? Uh, I'm sure they're of the opinion that, hey, if these soccer players want to protest or something in their off time, get out there and do community work or whatever, that's their business. But once you're in the stadium, you're there to get paid to play soccer. Stand up, do whatever you're supposed to do, what you're normally supposed to do, and, uh, and don't bring it in the stadium. Don't put it in front of the fans. I don't know why you think you're reaching those fans. They're booing you, okay? I don't know if you think there's a switch that's going to flip there, but they are offended by what you're doing, all right? It's having no impact. And I give Millwall's manager credit because he does recognize that. You know, kneeling has done much more damage than good in this country, without a doubt, okay? If anything, with all the other drama going on, it's just through another layer of let's ruin sports on top of everything else. I'm actually, I'm actually happy to see this manager come out and speak out against this and say, look, it's causing more harm than good. It's divisive. It's doing the opposite of what the purpose is supposed to be. Well, he's right. He's absolutely right. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, guys, let's talk about ESPN's first take. I was just sitting around just relaxing, and then this story just kind of popped up and kind of caught my eye right here, guys, because there is going to be a shakeup now over on First Take. Now, First Take is hosted by Stephen A. Smith. Matt Kellerman and Molly Kiram is the moderator. But the true undisputed star of that show is Stephen A. Smith. Now, we have made a bunch of videos on First Take. And most of those topics really center around Stephen A. Smith. Because he is all of the talking points of that show. Matt Kellerman actually replaced Skip Bayless back in, I believe, uh, 2016. And Matt Kellerman was the main reason why I actually stopped watching ESPN's first take. I mean, when it comes to making this show woke take, he was the ringleader of that. That show got super duper woke when he joined the reins of ESPN's first take. And I have not watched ESPN's first take in like five years, mainly because of him. But now, guys, it looks like things may be changing over on ESPN First Take. Check this out, guys. Matt Kellerman expected to be removed from ESPN's First Take. Now, what does this really mean? Does this mean he's done with ESPN? Not necessarily. I don't think so. I think that the higher-ups at, um, at ESPN... They probably know that this show needs some type of a shakeup. 
because the ratings have been declining on this show and pretty much every ESPN show for many years now, as they actually used to have sports on there. They went from Sports Center to Woke Center, and pretty much everything on ESPN now is super duper woke. But yet and still, Stephen A. Smith is the main draw over at ESPN. Now, Stephen A. Smith, race baiting himself, just like Max Kellerman does too. ESPN knows that Stephen A. Smith is a star. But however, Stephen A. Smith goes woke. He says that, oh, black people don't get this kind of opportunity. Well, guess what? They're keeping a black man and they're throwing the white guy out the door. Well, not necessarily out the door, but we're going to get into that. Check this out. It says it is Stephen A's world and Matt's Kellerman soon won't be part of it. Kellerman is expected to be removed off ESPN's first take, the show in which he and Stephen A. Smith verbally battle each each day going hot take for hot take. Sources confirm. This is not the end of Kellerman at ESPN, as he is likely to have an increased role on ESPN radio and potentially his own TV show. According to sources, he already does a boxing focused program. Now, boxing, that is where Matt Kellerman is an expert. He knows his boxing like nobody else. But it says here, front office sports first reported the news. ESPN declined comment. And here's where first take is potentially going here. For now, ESPN does not plan on replacing Kellerman with anyone in particular. Instead, a rotation of verbal sparring partners will likely make the short walk over each morning from another ESPN show. Get Up, which is located in the same Seaport Studios. Molly Karam is expected to continue to host, but Smith is the undisputed star. Now, this is very similar to the way uh, Skip Bayless was the star of First and Ten when the show was actually called Cold Pizza. When Woody Page actually left that show, they had a rotation of other people come in and debate with Skip Bayless. And eventually that show became ESPN First Take and Skip Bayless was the star. And then Skip Bayless wanted Stephen A. Smith to actually come in to be a co-host with him on the show. And now Stephen A. Smith is a star of the show as Skip Bayless is now over at FS1. But this really doesn't surprise me, guys, because ESPN was so desperate to get Skip Bayless to come back and team up with Stephen A. Smith. Because they know that would probably be a ratings hit because the true star of the show is Stephen A. Smith. It's not Matt Kellerman. And they wanted Skip Bayless to come back and allow Skip Bayless to also to stay on Undisputed on FS1. But let's continue on here. Kellerman's removal off first take has been in the offering for a long time as Smith has further submitted himself as the face of ESPN. And he is the face. Smith, who signed a five-year, $60 million deal with ESPN in 2019, has often appeared disenchanted with Kellerman. Interesting. The the feeling that Kellerman's first take days could be numbered became even more apparent a year ago when ESPN made a run at former co-host Skip Bayless, a bet for an ESPN plus program. That's what I just talked about right there. Originally, ESPN radio wanted to pair Kellerman and Keyshawn Johnson on his morning show when it shook up 
its entire lineup last spring. But Kellerman ended up doing a two hour national afternoon radio program while Johnson teamed up with Jay Williams and Zubin Mahente. Mahente has been out for much of the year due to complications from diabetes. Allen Hand has filled in for Mahente and has been positioned to potentially take over for him full time. Kellerman, though, is now in the midst as he is soon expected to have his last take on first take. So there you have it, guys. Matt's Kellerman. Is he actually being forced out of first take? I'm not really sure. I mean, this article here says that uh, that uh, Stephen A. Smith uh, appears disenchanted with Matt Kellerman. Now, you got to remember now, Stephen A. Smith wants to play the victim because he's a black man. He's always saying that black people don't get these opportunities. But clearly, ESPN bends the knee to Stephen A. Smith all the time. They're going to be letting, letting Matt Kellerman go and do something else over at ESPN. They throw him on radio. I mean, he's just going to completely disappear because ESPN radio is a dumpster fire. It, it's glory days are long, long gone. All right. There's no Mike and Mike in the morning. Nothing like that anymore on ESPN radio. He'll just fade, fade away into the sunset. But guys, what do you think of this? What do you guys think of Matt's Kellerman being out on ESPN's first take? This can actually fundamentally change the way the show is, to tell you the truth. Uh, just rotating guys in and out. That worked for a while when Skip Bayless is there. Um could it just be more like uh, the Stephen A. Smith show? You'll have Molly Kieran there, but I don't think the show really works unless you have a third person. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Matt Kellerman reportedly not going to be on ESPN first take much longer. He's going to be doing something else, but we don't really know. ESPN has not confirmed any of this, but I'm willing to bet. All of this is true. I'm willing to bet this, guys. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Okay, guys, this is going to be a follow up video to my video I put up earlier on Jack Morris. Now, in case you don't know, Jack Morris is the play by play uh, man for the uh, Detroit Tigers. And as Shohei Otani was approaching the plate, he was asked, How would you actually approach? Shohei Otani in this situation. Now we know that Shohei Otani is great. Absolutely fantastic. Probably going to win the AL MVP. And Jack Morris said you have to do it very, very carefully or somewhere along those lines. But however, he used it in an Asian accent. And there's a lot of outrage out there. Um, Keith Olbermann has called for Jack Morris to be fired. And now, guys, we got word now that Jack Morris suspended indefinitely after offensive comment on air towards Shohei Otani. This is via 
the Detroit Free Press. So this is not a surprise that uh, that uh, the Tigers have suspended him. Not a surprise whatsoever. He's being suspended from being on the air. I believe that the outrage, the backlash. We saw this coming. I knew this was going to happen, folks, but I also believe this is the beginning of the end for Jack Morris with the Tigers. Now, when I hear the words suspended indefinitely, that just means to me, folks, that the writings on the wall, they will fire him. Not just yet, but let's read into this. Okay, it says Detroit Tigers Hall of Famer Jack Morris has been suspended indefinitely by Bally Sports Detroit for an apparent racist comment he made during Tuesday's game telecast. Now, it wasn't a racist comment at all. He just did it in, a, in an Asian accent. What he said was just be careful. He's he he seemed to be very respectful of Shohei Otani as a baseball player. He just did it in an Asian accent. And of course, that's a big no, no. You cannot do that. I wouldn't call the comment racist at all. The words were not racist itself. But anyway, let's move on. During Tuesday's game, Angel superstar Shohei Otani, a Japanese born pitcher and hitter who started this year's All-Star game, was about to step to the plate in the sixth inning. Play-by-play announcer Matt Shepard asked Morris, who won 254 games in his 18-year career and was a four-time All-Star with the Tigers, what the strategy should be against Otani. Morris replied, be very, very careful, but in an apparent tone that has been used to mock English-speaking Asians. BSD released a statement on Wednesday expressing his, quote, Extremely disappointed with the remarks. The network also said Morris 66 will be undergoing bias training to educate him on the impact of his comments and how he can be a positive influence in a diverse community. Valley Sports Detroit said it has, quote, a zero tolerance policy for bias and discrimination. The Tigers also released a statement Wednesday afternoon supporting BSD's decision to suspend Morris. Quote, we are deeply disappointed by the comments made by Jack Morris during the broadcast last night. The Tiger said, we fully support Bally Sports Detroit's decision and their ongoing commitment to ensure that all personal personnel are held to the highest standards of personal conduct. In the ninth inning of Tuesday's game with Otani coming to bat again, Morris issued an apology on air. Quote, it's been brought to my attention and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community, for what I said about pitching and being careful to Shohei Otani. I did not intend for any 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 offensive thing. And I apologize if I did. I certainly respect and have the utmost respect for this guy. So there you have it, guys. He is indefinitely suspended, but. The writing is on the wall. This is just my own personal opinion. I believe that he will be fired. That he will be fired because I believe the mob demands it. This is what will happen. Now, we've seen something similar happen earlier this uh, baseball season. I can't remember the, the exact guy. He actually um said something on air about um, the LGBT community on a hot mic and then he ended up getting fired. Now, 
don't don't get it twisted. What Jack Morris said was not even close to what to what that guy actually said. But the mob is going to demand that he get fired. And I don't want to see this man lose his job. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Nothing happened to Stephen A. Smith at ESPN. He was actually allowed to keep his job, even though he said that uh, Shohei Otani couldn't be the face of MLB because he doesn't speak English as a first language. And now you have Jack Morris saying this. That, that There's a difference. You, you, you know why Stephen A. Smith kept his job. Because ESPN did not want to go down as firing a black man in any way because, you know, they like the virtue signal. But Jack Morris, he's a white man, so he's going to be it's going to be pretty easy for the Tigers or Valley Sports to actually fire this guy because sports has gotten so woke. It's all about race and everything like that. It's sad, man. If he does lose his job, it's going to be it's going to be pretty sad. It really, really is. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Road Rance for our black and white sports. Well, the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins, has released the final list of names that they have come down to, except they actually are down to the last three, and they decided to release eight names. So I guess we're supposed to think, you know, one of the three is part of this one of eight. Well, they're all kind of bad, to be honest with you. Uh, personally speaking, they will always be the Redskins to me. But in the post-George Floyd BLM Antifa world, this is what's happened to sports. The Washington football team decided that they would bend the knee to everybody that is supposedly offended in the Native American community, even though every single person I've talked to in a Native American community actually felt pretty good about these sports teams having adopted some form of name surrounding Native American culture. But the NFL and the Redskins won't lead you to believe that. Special nod to the Cleveland Guardians? Is that their name? Yeah, hell, the Indians. Let's look at this. This is pretty ridiculous. The short names for the Washington football team is out, and they're just as awful as you thought they'd be. After nearly 90 years with a team name that was demeaning to Native Americans, really? All right. Washington's football franchise ditched the moniker and is finally on the verge of announcing a new one. A franchise will continue to be known as the Washington football team for one more season, but a new name and I guess that's supposed to be logo is expected to be announced in early 2022. According to a video released by the team, they've narrowed their search down to three names. 
while they won't reveal the final three, the video included the list of eight names. Uh, the Armada, the Brigade, Commanders, Defenders, except in the XFL, there's a team named the DC Defenders, but okay. Presidents, is that a joke? <laughs> okay. Red Hogs, Red Wolves, Washington Football Team. How about Red Wings? And I'm not talking about the boots. God. We started out with 40,000 submissions and began from there to, I guess, narrow down to a smaller amount. Who the hell edits these articles? Team President Jason Wright says in a video it gave us a broad view of how the public and the fan base feels about us as an organization and where they want to see us go. So I guess they have to come up with names and then they have to send them out amongst the community to make sure that nobody have, has gotten their feelings hurt. Potential logos for some of the names are also included in the video, although they've been discussing the rebrand for more than a year. Narrowing the list of names to three is a big step. There, I edited your article for you. Big step for the slowly progressive franchise owned by Daniel Snyder. As recently as April, the list was reported to be closer to 30. Let's go with woke skins. After years of pressure, the Washington football team finally abandoned their former moniker last July in the wake of social unrest that was spurred by the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis. The Cleveland Indians similarly rebranded to Guardians and have recently found out they're not the only Cleveland Guardians following the social unrest. Expectedly, social media wasn't in love with their, any of their new options for the Washington football team. And yeah, I mean, look, they went through, a lot of your nitwits on Twitter went through and they didn't like it any uh, they didn't like any of the names really. One one even got mad because they're gonna they're gonna pick a name that might support the military. Heaven forbid we support our troops for Christ's sakes. Now one of them was pretty funny when they came out and said, How about the Washington Washington football team? <laughs> because they literally had that listed as well, let's see, right there. Down at the bottom right, Washington football team. <laughs> And, whoa, I, I see what you did there. Um, this is ridiculous. This is so stupid. Um, my One of my best friends is a massive Redskins fan. And he always sends me a message like, thanks for still saying the Redskins in videos. Um, look, they're always going to be the Redskins to me. That great, what was a great tradition, Doug Williams, Joe Gibbs, the Hogs. I mean... God, the list of things go on and on. Those Super Bowl winning teams. Joe Theismann. Um, it's crazy that we have gotten to this point where everybody seems to be offended by everything, literally, to the point that now you have to change your name. Recently, the Chiefs got rid of their horse. Uh, I can't remember the horse's name, but I'm sure it was. It probably wasn't name offended. Huh. <laughs> But uh, this is ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous uh, that they have really uh, decided to just cancel everything that uh, anybody brings up. 
It doesn't matter. If somebody, the, the only people that is discounted these days when it comes to decisions like this is going to be a straight Christian white male. If he suggests that he's offended by something, they're going to tell us to get effed. But everybody else can be offended by everything. My God. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. I think this is stupid. I have from the beginning. I think Daniel Snyder should have taken a page out of the Atlanta Braves and said, get effed. We're not changing our name, period. I don't care how offended you get. It's not happening. Because let's face it, the Redskins didn't have any problems selling out their stadium from a you know an entire diverse group of fans that would crowd that stadium every week. The, the Redskins had so much tradition... And, man, they're just trying to throw it out the window. But I've said anything traditional is under attack now. So, peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into. Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports fans, we're going to be talking about Hall of Fame pitcher Jack Morris. Now, Jack Morris does play-by-play for the Detroit Tigers, and they were actually playing the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And, of course, we know that the star of the Angels is the great Shohei Otani. Now, we know that Stephen A. Smith came under fire for comments he actually made about uh, Shohei Otani um, a few months ago, basically saying that he can't be the face of Major League Baseball because he doesn't speak English very well. He needs an interpreter, et cetera, et cetera. Stephen A. Smith came under fire. Now, last night, Jack Morris is now under fire for using an Asian accent when talking about Shohei Otani. Now, the question was just kind of asked him, how do you handle him in this situation? We know that Shohei Otani is dangerous. This man's real deal. He's probably going to end up winning the AL MVP. He's doing something we have not seen since Babe Ruth. And obviously, guys, nobody actually saw Babe Ruth play because uh, everybody did see him is most likely dead now. But this man is a dominant pitcher and a dominant hitter. If I'm not mistaken, I believe he had 30 home runs at the All-Star break. That was absolutely tremendous. But we're going to be diving into what Jack Morris had to say and the criticism and backlash he's getting in this video, guys. But first, here's a message from today's sponsor. Friends, let's face it. The future of America is looking worse each day. Those who are observant have the feeling that something really bad is going to happen soon. If it does, are you prepared? Do you have enough food, water, and other essentials to get you through tough times? If not, check out My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company, and they've served millions of American families. Right now, you can save 25% off their popular four-week emergency food kit, which will keep you well-fed with four weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks. Totaling over 2,000 calories a day. This food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage. 
so it will be there when you need it. In fact, you may need it a lot sooner than that. So don't wait. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com and claim your four-week emergency food kit. You'll save 25% if you at now. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. Don't wait. Do it today. So here you go, guys. Jack Morris under fire for using Asian accent doing Shohei Otani bat at bat. So we're actually going to listen to the clip here, folks, and then we're going to react to some of the backlash he's getting because he is getting crushed over this. And one particular person in the sports media is basically calling for Jack Morris to get fired. But let's go ahead. Let's listen in on what Jack Morris had to say. And also, he apologized as well, because I guess he wasn't intending to actually be disrespectful towards uh, Shohei Otani. And I guess he didn't realize uh, that he said anything offensive. But we're living in a time now where every single thing is scrutinized, especially when it comes to the Asian community. Everything that anybody says is offensive. But check this out. So, guys, we will not be reacting to what Jack Moore said because the copyright gods have come down and copyrighted that part of the video. So I'm just going to have to read it out to you guys. But this is what he said. Jack Morris was asked by Bally Sports play-by-play man Matt Shepard what the Tigers, quote, should do with Shohei Otani doing his at-bat in the sixth inning. Morris responded by attempting to use an Asian accent and saying, be very, very careful. And now he said that in an Asian accent. But then he comes back on and then he says this. He says, quote, well, folks, Shohei Otani is coming to the plate and it's been brought to my attention, and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community, for what I said about pitching and being careful to Shohei Otani, Morris said. I did not intend for any offense, anything, anything to be offensive, and I apologize if I did. I certainly respect and have the utmost respect for this guy, and don't blame a pitcher for walking him. So that is the words of Jack Morris apologizing after his comments about being very, very careful when pitching to Shohei Otani with an Asian accent. So there you have it, guys. You know, he said, be very, very careful in an Asian accent right there. We know Shohei Otani, like I said, is dangerous at the plate. This man is a great, great player. And I believe that Jack Morris does believe that Shohei Otani is a great, 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 great player. I don't think he was intentionally trying to be disrespectful, but that does not matter. He said it. He apologized for it. And now he's on the fire. And actually, one person in the media here is basically calling for Jack Morris to be fired. And it's the crazy Keith Overman here. Keith Overman on Twitter, he says this. Well, sure looks like it's time for a biannual firing in the Tigers TV booth as Jack Morris one does some kind of mocking Asian accent while describing Otani and two issues, a pathetic, sorry, if you're offended, non-apology hashtag hit the road Jack. So the crazy Keith Oberman is calling for the firing of Jack Morris. I mean, cancel culture really has to stop. The man apologized. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, what he said about Shohei Otani, nobody at least I don't remember anybody actually calling for him to be fired. 
They thought it was pretty stupid what he said. And yeah, it was pretty stupid what uh, Stephen A. Smith said. He shouldn't lose his job. And Jack Morris also should not lose his job. But, you know, that's not going to stop the people out there that want to cancel everyone for a mistake. Uh, This person here on Twitter says the fact that this type of lazy racism keeps popping up around Shohei Otani speaks to so much in the media being apathetic and lacking any empathy towards the AAPI experience, which is the uh, Asian American Pacific Islander. That's what it's saying there. Uh, go. Then the same person goes on. It's impossible for Jack Morris to play something like this off as sorry if you were offended when there's not any purpose in doing this accent other than to make a character caricature of AAPI people. Man, I got to tell you this, man. It it seems like, you know. A lot of people, I believe, in the media. Especially guys that do these play by plays. And this wasn't a hot mic. You know, he was live on the air. He knew he was on the air. If you say anything towards a an Asian person, it's going to get scrutinized, even when you're trying to be comedic, but you're trying to be respectful to them at the same time. And he was trying to give the man respect because, yeah, you have to be very, very careful. Now, if he just said uh, the way you got to approach Shohei Otani is to be very, very careful Without the uh, the accent, nobody would have a problem with that. But he did the accent. And now you have people calling for the cancellation of Jack Morris and Keith Oberman to he wants this man fired. Maybe he wants the other guy to also to be fired in the booth. But he he says, says it right there where it sure, sure looks, like, looks like it's time for the biannual firing of the Tigers TV booth. So I guess he's calling for the firing of both of them in the booth. When only um, Jack Morris, he was the only one that actually said this statement right here. But uh, what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of Jack Morris under fire for his Asian accent? When describing how to approach Shohei Otani as he was about to come up. I think that uh, the man should not be fired. Take his apology. He apologized for it. And let's move on. Now, there's no word on if he's going to get suspended, no word on if he's actually going to get fired. I don't think he should be fired, just like Stephen A. Smith should have not been fired for this. But this is cancel culture running amok once again. We've seen this go on way too much. I believe cancel culture has gone on way too far. He wasn't trying to be racist towards uh, Shohei Otani. But you know what, guys, we're living in different times right now. Everything is offensive to everyone. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.